Hey friends, welcome back to Our View, where we talk about life, travel, and real estate. I'm Lisa Richard Hernandez, your host today. I want to just start, we just posted our uh, podcast and it just went live, so we're fairly new. And a big thing that people always ask us about is our RV travel and our RV life. And so I wanted to just kind of give you a basis of how did we ever get into RVing and how did we come become RVers and a little story and background on that so you can know where George and I came from and what our experience level is with RV life. To start out, George had a 48-foot cruiser's yacht. So uh, we were boaters and we would take the boat out in the Charleston Harbor and take it on little trips here and there. And we had the boat for four years and enjoyed the boat, but it got to the point where we literally felt like people were using us for the boat. There was, granted, there was a lot of people who were very kind and very helpful and would clean up and bring things and stuff. So it was not everybody, but there were people that definitely sort of used us for the boat. And aside from that, we would go out into the harbor and, you know, drop anchor for the day. And it, it, George was always stressed out. I mean, he never got a break. Sometimes we would hire a captain, somebody to run the boat so George could relax and not be in charge of things. But, you know, that really starts to get expensive and adds up. You know, captains were wanting $100 an hour to take us out. And we got to like, really, we're going to spend $800 for the day to go out on the boat with our friends so that they can get drunk and make us clean it up and leave it. You know, it was kind of kind of got to be like that towards the end and a lot of maintenance and stuff and we just weren't getting the satisfaction that that we did in the beginning and the the enjoyment I guess you would say out of the boat and so not that I don't love boating and I don't love boaters or anything like that but it's just for me right now it's kind of like I'm past that I'm not it's not something I'm interested in anymore so when George and I had the boat, we would we had all these ideas that we were going to travel around and we were going to take it down to the Bahamas and we were going to do all these trips. And we started like totaling out the amounts of money that it would cost and fuel to get to those places. And the fact that I'm not retired and the fact that we still have, you know, teenagers in high school, it's kind of hard for us to just go down to the Bahamas and take the boat for three months and leave everybody. So we're kind of a ways away from that, unfortunately. And so I said to George one day, I said, you know, I wouldn't mind getting an RV. You know, it seems interesting. And he agreed, and we both thought, you know, that's kind of an interesting idea. Like, I wonder if we, you know, maybe we should sell the boat and buy an RV. And so that idea we kind of tossed around, and he was like, I definitely want to sell the boat. Like, the very last time we went out on the boat, everyone got really drunk. There was a fight on the boat. I seriously don't think that George ever went back to the boat after that. He was just over it. He was disgusted. He was tired of it. He didn't want anything more to do with it. So I had come home from Camping World, which I do not recommend Camping World, but I do recommend our salesperson, Jay, who did a fabulous job there. Uh, he They call him Air Force Jay. So if you're looking for a camper or an RV and you are looking for someone that will be a great salesperson and for you, Jay was a really a great help. I'll put his contact information down in the, down in the podcast notes. 
So we, I went in and I saw an RV one day when I was driving to one of my listings and thought I'd stop by Camping World and came home and I was like, wow, you know, this is, these are really beautiful. Like, I think I could really enjoy this, you know? So George said, well, you know, maybe next time we'll, we'll have to take a ride up there one day. But first we got to sell the boat. So we started talking to different boat brokers and thinking about getting the boat on the market and thinking about getting it ready for sale. And, you know, it takes a long time sometimes to get your boat sold. And so it was like, yeah, not a pressing thing. Well, one day I had to go up to Goose Creek, which goes right past the camping world in North Charleston to one of my listings. And I told George and Tyler, I said, hey, why don't you guys ride up with me? Maybe we can just run by camping world while we're there and see what you think. Well, the original RV that I'd seen wasn't there, but there was another one there, of course, and it was an A-class. So if you don't know or not a camping person, an A-class is like the, the RV that you drive, like call it a rock star van, right? It's the one where you're inside driving it. There's A-class and B, C-class. The C-class is the one where there's like a, it's more of like a regular cab, not like a bus style. And then they have the fifth wheels, which are ones that you pull behind and different kinds of trailers and stuff. So I definitely felt like I had a, a camper on an RV growing up, a C-Class. And I, I loved the fact that I could ride around in it and we could go to the bathroom and we could lay in the beds and we could do all that stuff while we were traveling. And so I really, you know, I told George that and I said, you know, the other ones are like a fifth wheel where you tow it behind a big truck. I said, but then you're inside the truck and you don't get to relax. And, you know, we got four teenagers. They're going to all be, this is my side. Get off me. You're touching me, you know, for hours on end. And that just didn't seem really, really appealing to us. So we get to Camping World, George Tyler and I, and there's this beautiful A-class, 36-foot, brand spanking new, fully loaded Fleetwood Bounder, 2018 Fleetwood Bounder. And it was a gas-powered um, RV. And... We knew nothing about RVs, realistically, at this time. Just that we wanted to, you know, potentially get one and get rid of the boat and just change things up a bit. So we look at it and, you know, we start looking at all the features and that one could sleep 10 people. It had a bath and a half, fireplace and full residential refrigerator and bunk beds. And we were like, wow, like our whole family could go in here. We could have a great time. So Jay, the salesperson, was like, you should get this. And we told him we had to sell the boat first. He said, well, I can help you sell the boat. We could trade it in. And we're like, you would do that? And he said, yeah, let me, you know, give me the information about your boat. And I'll go down and check it out and see if we can make a deal. So sure enough, Jay went down to our boat that week, checked it out, calls us back. And he's like, I think I can trade your boat in. We're like, Really? So George said, well, as long as the numbers work out, whatever. And long story short, Jay made the numbers work out. We sold that boat, like, I think it was less than a week from the time we said we wanted to do it to the time we closed on the RV. And, I mean, buying the RV was literally easier than buying a car and definitely easier than buying a house. It was so simple they made it really easy for us at Camping World, and we drove away with our new 36-foot A-class Fleetwood Bounder, 
And we proceeded to put about 20,000 miles on it that first year, which is really high mileage for an RV. But we, long story short, loved RVing. So we went to all kinds of music festivals. We drove all the way up with the six kids and took them to this the largest country music festival in the country called We Fest. It's W-E Fest. And a country music four-day camping festival at Detroit Lakes, Minnesota, which is literally in the middle of nowhere. I mean, if they could take a sign and put it and say, like, nowhere, and you're, like, driving and says, oh, we've just reached the middle of nowhere, that's kind of where Detroit Lakes, Minnesota is. But we planned the trip, and we took all the kids in the RV for 10 days, and while we're up there having a great time at this music festival, it's, like, 9 o'clock in the morning on a Saturday, and I get a phone call, and I look, and it's, Jay from Camping World, and I said, why the heck is Jay calling me on Saturday morning? It's crazy. Like, hey, Jay, I'm on vacation right now, and he says, Lisa, there is a new RV coming in. It's exactly what you want. It's exactly what George wants. You guys need to put a deposit on it. I want you to have first right of refusal. I said, Jay, we, you know, we love our RV. We, we don't need a new RV. He says, Lisa, this is what you, this is the one you and George have been wanting. And I so clearly George had been talking to him kind of behind me. But, uh, you know, George, after driving the gas-powered one for about a year, realized, like, the diesel would be a lot more power for us. And we would be able to tow more. And it would be a better drive. And there's a lot of benefits to the diesel. And we, you know, we felt like, when we, it's, of course, more expensive for the diesel, too. But when we first bought the gas-powered one, we thought, well, it's easy. We can fill the gas up anywhere. Anybody can service it. You don't have to go to a diesel mechanic. There's definitely some positives to a gas-powered RV. But if you really want to be serious about RVing, then you want to have a diesel diesel pusher. So he says it's a diesel pusher. It's this Tiffin Phaeton. It's a 40-foot IH. 2018, all the bells and whistles, guys trading it in because he he didn't want it. It was too hard for him to manage. He wants a fifth wheel. So I was like, Jay, you know, so I looked it up, did a little research, calls me back, and I said, Jay, this only sleeps four people. I got four teenagers. What are we going to do? He's like, there's plenty of room. You can, you know, put a blow-up mattress or whatever. And so George and I talked, and I said, all right. So long story short, I put a thousand dollar deposit down to have first right of refusal so we get back to charleston the following week and i finally the the rv came in and george said you know lisa's busy she's working she's got to sell real estate she's on her way to some uh showings and you know you're gonna have to bring the rv to us if you want us to look at it so i get the kids and he says why don't you meet us at the town center parking lot and i said all right that's fine i'll just run by there I said to the boys, I said, hey, why don't you come with us to look at this RV? You know, we're probably not going to like it. It only sleeps four people. I don't think the floor plan is going to work for us. You know, I'm sure it's a really nice RV, but I just don't think it's going to work for our family. So we're sitting in the parking lot waiting, and in pulls this beautiful Gamecocks colors, because we're Gamecocks fans and we do a lot of tailgating. That's a whole nother podcast. Burgundy and gray and black. RV. Well, now they call him coach, actually. It should be called a coach. And I was like, oh, man, that's really pretty. And I've, 
instantly liked it more than I really wanted to. And so he's like, opens the doors and lets us in. And I'm instantly like, this is way nicer than I wanted it to be. And then he popped out the sides for us. Both sides slid out as opposed to the bounder where only one side slid out. So in in the living room, when it smushes together for you to drive, there's slides on either side. So it, both sides opened up. So it's a huge living room. We It has a, like, a pull-out queen-size sofa, a fireplace, and a recliner on one side, and then a dinette where you pull the table pulls out so it extends. And then the, the kitchen has like an island that extends out when you're popped out that you can have more counter space. So I loved all that, of course. Then it, you know, it had a washer and dryer, and I thought, who's ever going to use a washer and dryer? And has heated floors, and who's ever going to need heated floors in the RV? And has a fireplace, and who's ever going to need a fireplace? So, a dishwasher, everything in this RV, beautiful RV. And so, needless to say, I was completely sold after the first first look at it. And George, I said, he said, do you want to drive it? And I was like. I don't need to drive it. I don't need to ride it. Just you you tell me what you think. So sure enough, he took it for a ride and he was like, oh, it's like night and day. So for those of you who don't really know RVs, the best way I can describe this in a term that people would understand would be like our Fleetwood Bounder was a brand new Ford Focus. Good car with all the bells and whistles and everything that you're excited to have, like wow, this is a great car. I've got everything I want, you know, hands-free and backup cameras and all that stuff. And then you get the Mercedes fully loaded and the difference in the drive and the, and the features and the plushness of everything, right? So the Fleetwood was like the Ford Focus and the Phaeton is more like the Mercedes. Now, there's higher-end ones, and I consider those like Ferraris and Lamborghinis, which, you know, I'm happy with my Mercedes. It's not really Mercedes brand, but I'm just using that as an analogy. Uh, so, clearly, we loved it more. We ended up trading in the, the, the Bounder for the Fleetwood, I'm sorry, for the Tiffin Phaeton 40IH, and love it. So, we got that one. Well, when the boys got in there, I was like, nobody's going to be able to sleep in here. And they're like, we'll just put a blow-up mattress right here on the floor. So it honestly hasn't been a problem that we don't have really a lot of room. But George and I have had some great trips together. And we bought a place down at Hilton Head Motor Coach Resort in Hilton Head Island, South Carolina. And we absolutely love it. We went to Hilton Head Motor Coach Resort when we first got our bounder because it's only about two, two and a half hours away from Charleston. And we wanted to just get away, a quick getaway for the weekend and see how we liked it. And then we realized that they sell lots. And I was like, oh, wow, look, this is the first time we were there in the bounder. The lots are only like 40 or 50,000. I said, geez, geez, you know, you could buy a lot here. And it's so close to the beach. It'd be like having a beach house, but... You're not spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on it. You could just use it whenever you wanted. Go back. But we woke up the next morning, talked ourselves out of it. We said, you know, we just bought this RV. We don't know if we're going to really like it, what we should do. So we go back again a second time. Now the prices have gone up to fifty to 60000 A third time, seventy to 80000 
Finally, long story short, the last time we went back, prices were well over a hundred thousand, and we were like, "Oh, why didn't we buy these two years ago when we first bought a place?" Because the prices and values have gone up so much at Hilton Motor Coach Resort, and people are buying up the lots, fixing them up. They're gorgeously landscaped. So, long story short, we found somebody that was off market, word of mouth, just from hanging out with the people in there. Uh, and got a great price on it. So we were super excited about that. Of course, I already would love to have a bigger lot. And it's only been six months. I, and maybe not even six months since I've owned it. But we'll make do with what we have for now. And just really enjoy our time down there. So one of the things that we really love. And we talked about how we wanted to go in the boat and travel all around. It's a lot easier for me being a real estate agent and traveling from the road. I have a lot better internet access majority of the places that we go than I would if I were on a boat, um, generally speaking. And it's easier for me to still get away but bring all of my stuff, you know, as opposed to staying in a hotel and lugging everything along with you. I love traveling in the RV because we can bring everything we need. Uh, as a matter of fact, now we, half the time we're like, where is that? oh, it's on the RV and we need it at home. So we're in the process of getting like two of a lot of things because we take it on the RV and then we leave it and then we need it at home. So one of the best things about RVing too that we've really just enjoyed is meeting so many nice new couples. And it's it's one of those kind of things where of course the people you meet are going to be nice because who in their right mind would want to buy, can you know, sell their home and live in an RV or even just have an RV and travel in a tiny space with somebody that you can't stand? You know, like seriously, we have the best, like the best time with some of the nicest couples that we've ever met uh, just in our RVs. And I'm super excited to start traveling around in groups. And, you know, there's a lot of them that are retired so the first thing they say to you when you get, you know meet a new person at the RV resort, they're like, are y'all full-timers? And we're like, not yet. We're not full-timers. And uh, my friend is like, I don't ever want to be a full-timer. It seems like you're too cheap to own a house. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I don't think I'll ever completely give up like a land home. But I can definitely spend a few months at a time easily in the RV traveling uh, it's easy to clean. It's so great to sleep in. It's, it's like dark and quiet. We have three air conditioning units in the in this new rig, and it's like perfectly cold in my bedroom. Dark, quiet, white noise. A amazing king size Tempur Pedic bed. I truly think I sleep better in the RV than I do at home sometimes. Honestly, so. Um, there's so many stories to share with you about the places that we're going, and we've got some amazing trips planned that are coming up. One of them is we're going to New Orleans. That's, I think, our biggest next week trip, and we'll share all of the details with that with you, and uh, we'll, of course, post pictures on our Instagram page at Our View Podcast, and you can also follow George's Instagram at Our View From The Road. It's the letter R, view, and... Um, you can also just help us out. Share this on your social media, like and subscribe, and listen to what else we have going on. There'll be a bunch of really fun stuff coming up. Have a great day, and I'll be back soon.